Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 14. 15. This is episode number 15. Um, I'm actually recording this for the second time because the first time as I went to finish up the recording of this episode, my computer freaked out and said, I don't want this anymore and got rid of it. I'm not sure where it went or what happened, but it, it freaked out. Uh, so that's fun. And now, um, I guess I just get to record this twice, which is super great. As we, um, move forward into episode 15, if you're new with us, my name is Brandon. I'm an Enneagram coach and, um, my hope and goal from this specific podcast is to give you tools and tips in order to operate in your world with more grace and compassion for yourself and those around you. Because if 2020 has taught us at least one thing, it's that we need to give ourselves a break because we've never done this before. Right? So with that being said, this week we're talking about blind spots and um, how the type, like I said last week, type is not something that you are. It's something that you have. You are not a type. You are not a number. Um, But it helps us understand the arthritic grip, like Ian Cron calls it, that we have on uh, the world we choose to live in. And so uh, if we can begin to understand what maybe some of these blind spots are for each of us, and maybe you you know this for your partner, and, and again, this isn't something that we use to shame people with or call them out on um, in order to say like, oh, you're being such a one right now. Um, it's just, uh, it's something that can help us, like I said, have grace and compassion from ourselves and those around us. So uh, the question is, what are the blind spots um, of each type. And we're going to start with type one this week. Last week, I know we started with nine. So type ones show us that we can push positive attributes of our personalities into the shadow, as well as those we feel are negative. Ones tend to focus on what is wrong that they can't correct and make better. As a result, they often fail to see and own what they are doing well. Ones can deepen their understanding of themselves by recognizing that they tend to to disown, dismiss, and downplay their positive accomplishments or qualities. And when we can't increase our self-confidence and self-love by taking in our goodness, we tend to stay stuck in the defensive posture of our personality. All right, my type two friends, blind spots. Twos may avoid avoid owning how fearful they are of close relationships. They may simultaneously seduce others to engineer a positive feeling connection and distance themselves from those same others to protect themselves from rejection. Anger at needs not being met may be a blind spot for twos until it gets so intense that it can't be contained by the desire to make a good impression. Inflation... Um, in the self, uh, in the service of having power, like self-inflation, in the service of having power over others, may hide insecurity and low self-esteem. Shape-shifting to please and align with others leads to deep confusion for twos about who they really are, and a blind spot where their true self might be. My type three friends. As a part of the self-reflection process, it will be important um, for you all 
to remind yourselves about what you don't see when your personality programming is driving the show. When threes are caught up in compulsive doing, they distract themselves from seeing all of who they really are, which is actually more worthy of love and admiration, though they don't see this either. Threes actively keep themselves from seeing the inherent value of their own feelings, their human vulnerabilities, and their desire to connect with others in an authentic way. Perhaps because the three defense pattern um, line up so perfectly with the values of our Western culture, it can be difficult for them to see the flaw in the strategy of proving yourself through achieving and fitting whatever image garners the most admiration. Threes may be so blinded by the effectiveness of their own work ethic and image management that they totally miss the beauty and power of their real selves. That was my type three friends. For our type four friends, fours pay so much attention to what is lacking in themselves, in other people, and in the good things that come to them that they habitually avoid seeing all that's not missing, all the quality and value and goodness inherent in themselves and in others. If you have blind spots where your beauty, your goodness, and your power should be, how can you develop the confidence and faith in yourself to take action to get what you need and what you want? If you don't recognize the potential in others, Give them credit for their good points and appreciate the way they make efforts to love you, even though they aren't perfect. How can you be receptive to the good stuff others want to give to you? By focusing on what isn't there, you blind yourself to all that is. Uh, this will be the moment where I probably say, if any of this is making you feel a little squirmy or uncomfortable, um, pay attention to that because, uh, that's a good indicator that you might sit in one of those spaces, um, and, and hold on to these a little bit more so. All right. Our blind spots for our type fives. Um, some fives may be okay with remaining within the safe confines of their acorn shells. And this is understandable given that the walls they build protect them from the pain of having needs and sensitivities in a world that can seem unresponsive and depleting. But it may be important for them to at least consider what they might be missing. The solution of dis distancing involves a kind of blindness to the value of feelings and the possibilities inerrant in being more connected to your own power and aliveness. If you are a five or you know a five, uh, the comfort associated with resignation may be distracting them from seeing how much better life might be if you allowed for greater contact with the right people. Whether or not anyone chooses to grow is up to them but we owe it to ourselves to fully appreciate what our options are and what our defenses hide from us. If you are a five, or if you know a five, how good might your life be if you were able to take the risk to open up more and challenge the rigidity of your own defenses? My type six friends, to really, uh, nope, sorry, wrong spot. 
My type six friends. While six's blind spots will vary according to subtype, which I know we haven't got to yet, but we will. Uh, it will help sixes to grow if they can begin to develop more consciousness around the areas of their inner experience. Their defenses may keep them hidden. Uh, like the true nature and sources of their fear, anxiety, and aggression, sixes tend to keep themselves from seeing the extent of their fear and the reasons behind it, as it could intensify their anxieties. Sixes that tend to respond to their underlying fear with counterphobic patterns may be blind to their more vulnerable feelings and fears. Conversely, more phobic sixes will actively avoid seeing and owning their aggression, power, and authority. Since sixes tend to project their power onto others, it can help them to see and own the power of self-confidence they have unconsciously disowned. All right, sevens, let's get into it. Sevens tend to focus on what feels good and serves their interests. But when they pay attention to their own priorities as a way of asserting their freedom and staving off limitation, they may not always pay sufficient attention to what other people want and need. And while their intentions toward others are often pure and positive, their reluctance to tune into their own deeper feelings means they unconsciously avoid empathizing with others. In addition to this, Seven's habit of moving away from the difficult feelings they keep in their shadow may keep them trapped in exactly the kinds of painful experiences they try to avoid. When you fail to see your own deeper feelings, when you can't allow them to surface because you fear getting trapped in them, it's hard to wake up to all of who you are. Focusing on looking for what you don't see may help you get out of the habit of always needing to feel good and allow you to realize your capacity to feel truly whole. My type eight friends out there, eights, take, um, eights taking pleasure in their sense of power may not see how, in the name of finding safety through strength. Their forceful stance avoids a whole range of emotions and relational needs. Eights can benefit greatly from the realization that being in touch with vulnerable feelings, sensitivity, and needs for love and care is an essential part of having deep relationships. This quality makes it easier for people to care for you, my type 8 friends, and to get close to you. To the extent that you actively keep yourself from seeing and feeling your own pain, your own sadness, loneliness, and inadequacy, you may thwart your ability to empathize with other people when they are having these feelings. The feeling you feel in acting powerful way, in acting in powerful ways may keep you from seeing how that focus on power repeats the pattern of neglect that you first caused that first caused you to have to get big and deny your child self. Try instead focusing on looking for what you don't see to break the habit of neglecting your softer side. By looking for the benefits of opening to, vulner to vulnerability, our eight friends will get more of the nurturing they deny themselves in exchange for their defenses. And... 
Lastly, our nines. My nine friends. To really increase uh, their self-knowledge, it will be important for my nine friends to remind yourselves about what you don't see when your personality programming is driving the show. Nines can be compulsively unselfish. You're welcome. Um, so they, so they habitually don't pay attention to their own needs, their own wants and their priorities, or frankly, their own agendas. If your own desires aren't on your radar screen, listen up nines. It makes it hard to take care of yourself and get what you want. If you have a blind spot where your anger, your passion and power would normally be, how can you stand up for yourself or make your mark in the world? If you go to sleep, if you go to sleep to your anger, what happens to it? You may be acting out your anger in passive aggressive or active explosive ways that undermine you. In the process of neglecting themselves, nines fail to own their positive qualities and their ability to impact others more powerfully in positive ways. Focusing on what you don't see may help you get out of the habit of taking yourself for granted and by putting others way ahead of yourself. So friends, as you move about your week, what are you missing? What can't you see? If you have a partner or a friend um, that you trust, obviously, maybe you can ask them, What's one blind spot? Because we don't want to go just open the floodgates. That'll be a little painful. We can't handle all of that all at once. At least I couldn't. I don't know. Maybe you can. But yeah, find somebody that's trusted that can help you see that. And maybe these words this week will help you live a more compassionate and graceful world or life to your world around you and to yourself. As always, Feel free to reach out in any way you'd like. Um, email is the best way to get a hold of me, brandon at aimandanchorcoaching.com. If you have any questions uh, uh, or comments about the uh, episode or any other past episodes, if you don't know your type, um, reach out and we can begin a conversation about uh, knowing yourself better and giving yourself a little bit more grace. I hope and trust you are all well. And as always... If you don't know what's holding you back in the world, how can you truly move forward? Be well this week. Give yourself a break. It's still 2020. Grace and peace, you guys. Bye.